Hello, and welcome to another episode of Editor's Pick, a War Elephant podcast. I'm your host, Jaden, and today I'm with Kunjin, our War Elephant community's Discord admin. Kunjin, please tell yourself uh, a little bit, or tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> yep, uh, yeah. you haven't so, been on here yet? Oh. No, I have not. So, right. um, yes. So I'm, an, so I'm an engineering student, and I, I play guitar. I cook, I, pl- uh, I play video games as well, but I also spend some time with uh, the War Elephant community as a sort of cocktail host. <laughs> All right. So uh, today's episode would be talking about uh, meaning, primarily uh, how Dr. Jordan Peterson has, has conceptualized the question of meaning and what, what is meaningful work. So... Uh, Jaden, would you like to start on that? Right. So, um, Kunjan and I are both very big fans of uh, Jordan B. Peterson's work. Um, if you don't know who Jordan B. Peterson is, he is a prominent uh, psychologist at the University of Toronto. Uh, he came to international recognition uh, a couple of years ago. I think it was 2016. Um, yep. Where he had an interview with this one. Um, journalist or whatever she was i can't remember no, no, that was that was 2018 but that was 2018 uh, okay yeah um, i think 2018 or 2019 i don't remember but yeah definitely right well anyway yeah, I think, um i think her name was kathy came, newman came, yes channel 4 news yep and anyway so she was a bit of a leftist uh like a radical feminist and she was asking yep. him all these loaded questions and he shut down her at every point. It was really interesting of an interview. Um, and I, it's I mostly re- just breaking down the misconceptions. Yep. Yep. And I highly recommend watching it if you haven't. Um, but anyway, he is a very, um, very intelligent man. He has a very prominent um, perspective in psychology and philosophy and in modern politics. And it, it's really interesting I mean- his work is not primarily political per se. His work no. is is spiritual. Yep, it's it's, more, it, it's trying to go a little bit deeper than simply the base level of politics. Yep, to like really understanding how the human mind works, why we think how we do. Exactly, and um, basically what we were discussing the other day, Kanjan and I, was um, what exactly is meaning? Like, what is meaningful? What is what does it take to live a meaningful life? And it's actually something that Jordan B. Peterson talks about quite a lot. Um, and it's actually a major chapter in the book that I've been reading from him called 12 Rules for Life, An Antidote to Chaos. Uh, that was published in 2018. It's a really interesting book. Um, but anyway, so the 12 rules explain like what he thinks that you need to do to live a meaningful and um, prosperous life. Prosperous life. Um, there's a better word for it. I can't think of it, but anyway, um, the real, the the thing that really struck out to us recently was rule seven, pursue what is meaningful, not what is expedient. And basically Mm -hmm. the premise of this chapter is this, basically this, not really attack, but it's a deconstruction of what it means to have a meaningful life and an understanding like 
where people go wrong today and where we can or how we can fix it, like what we need to do to live a meaningful life. And he talks about a lot of different topics in the chapter, like he talks about uh, nihilism and hedonism. Uh, and it's it's really interesting. I, I really can't summarize it all because it's a very long and interesting chapter. There's so much to cover. It's a brilliant, brilliant. It's it's well written, I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely say it's well well written. It's, uh, but it's... more. But I think we let's get to what he's actually getting to. What what does he qualify as meaningful? Right. It's it's really interesting. From what what I've taken away from this, he basically has defined meaning as a struggle between what is good and true and that which is not. So basically, he talks a lot about slaying the serpent, trying to defeat this evil dragon in your life and and trying to be better, be good, just be an absolutely upstanding individual. And I'm not really sure how much I agree with that. And I think I think Jordan B. Peterson has a lot of good ideas and I think he's getting somewhere with this, but I'm not really sure how much I really agree with that. So that's why we're really having this discussion today. What exactly is meaning and what, what exactly should one do to have a meaningful life? And I don't think we're going to get to an answer in this episode. It's, it's just more of a discussion of our ideas around it. So, yeah. So in that, so in the same vein, um, so in a sense that doing, doing work, you know, like, and as he, as he's frequently mentioned, like carrying the biggest load that you can, that's what matters. Now, it's not everything, but it is a lot. Uh, there was a Quartz article uh, from a few years ago, back before they went, uh, um, they went hard left on like the strongest breaker of men's well-being is is their job satisfaction, the fact that they're carrying a burden, the fact that they're providing for their families, all these all these things like how they're impacting their community, their company success. All of these things matter to a man who's or like, and these are, and these are biological in that how, how we see ourselves, the serotonin systems that we you know. So, so based on the, based on like neuroscience, people, people want to see people see themselves as a product of number of their bringing and they see that whether it's positive or negative and the 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 serotonin system regulates that uh, regulates how we see ourselves in a how we see ourselves in a hierarchy and either moving up in that hierarchy or uh, it it gives it gives satisfaction doing doing work making things happen gives satisfaction and they and they give meaning Right, as opposed to uh, cheaper short-form versions like uh, like um, getting high or um, or other hedonistic pleasures. Basically, especially for especially for men, uh, part of the th- part of the thing about carrying the load or carrying this like big burden is is that it, it gives them it gives them a sort of lasting pleasure that they're contributing to. Uh, they're contributing to 
the improvement of their limited circle. So say, for example, it'd be their family, it'd be their company, it'd be their society, if they're part of a church or they're part of a rotary club or all these things. So according to Dr. Peterson, there's uh, the serotonin system, the, uh, like the neurochemical serotonin, it's used to regulate how it's used to regulate how how you see yourself in a hierarchy usually usually not but not only hierarchies but also how you uh, your role within that hierarchy so in a sense if you're carrying like a heaviest burden like if you're carrying the burden of a uh, like of say being a, a breadwinner or like or you're an integral member of your Rotary Club or your church or whatever it may be. All of these are all of these are positive boosting factors. Essentially, they they boost your self-esteem, they boost your sense of worth, and and these provide more more long-lasting pleasure and more long-lasting satisfaction than um, than instant pleasure like. Um, uh, like getting uh, drugs is the most common, but then there's also um, there's also sex and other things that know uh, that yes, they're good for short term, but and they're good for like short term momentary pleasure, but they don't give you the but they don't uh, but they don't give you the the satisfaction that you would need for long term. Continuance, I guess. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And I, I think that's a very interesting aspect of life's meaning. Like, obviously, people can't just live without having a sense of satisfaction about themselves. Living without feeling like you have a purpose is very difficult for a lot of people. And I would say for the vast majority of people who have felt that, it's very, very tough to keep on living. I mean, that's just why the phenomena uh, uh, of uh, mm. suicide exists, um, as unfortunate as it is. Yeah, yeah. There was uh, there was there was like a com. Uh, I like 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 scrolling through the comments. I think you might have seen it too, but it was like it was like the the German short story about like the about the kid who doesn't feel needed by anybody. Yep, yep. I I sent you a screenshot of that actually. It's really interesting. Um, uh -huh. I was I was watching some of uh, Jordan B. Peterson's lectures, and on the comments of this lecture, someone commented um, about a short story they read. Um, the The comment reads: "I read a short story in my German class, and it's about a boy who doesn't feel needed by anyone, so he gets suicidal. But as he was trying to kill himself, he reminded himself that he still had to get wood for his family, so he went on to get the wood." The responsibility of getting wood for his family is what kept him sane, needed, and alive. And I think that's a really interesting way to think about it. And I, it really does tie into the um, the Quartz article about the study that found um, that men men's well-being is based primarily, maybe not exclusively, but primarily on work satisfaction. I, I think that's a very important aspect of why things the way they are and basic philosophy and, and uh, psychology. And yeah. it's, it's a really interesting 
question, then if I so, can segue into the next topic here, um, yeah, what exactly so, is satisfaction? How do we get satisfaction? I, I think Jordan B. Peterson does talk about this in his book, uh, Maps of Meaning. Unfortunately, be, I have not. It would yeah. be uh, like I would define it as like pleasure derived from having accomplished something, right? Know? No matter if, how small it is. Yep, and that's that's where my question comes in. Um, if if we were to some this this is a philosophical question and something that's that's been a lot of people's minds. There's a lot of questions about this, but something I've been thinking about lately. If we were living in the matrix, a perfect simulation of the real world, and we couldn't tell the difference, but we did the exact same things that we did or we would have done in the real world, would that make it meaningful or significant if it was really no different? If it was just a, a replay or a simulation of the real world? I mean, if you didn't know it was a simulation, would it would it really matter? That's that's the question. Because right. Because if you're, because if you do everything, you live life normally, but you so don't know that everything is within a within a simulation, then right. Yeah, it would still it it probably could count as it probably could count as meaningful. Right, and then if the immediate you're unaware. question. Right, and but then if then... you're but if you're aware of it. If you're aware that you're in a simulation, mm -hmm. and now, and now you are, and now you're deliberately, just, well, let's put it this way: you're stuck. You're taking the blue pill and leave and continuing life in that. Right. One. Then that's, it's uh, then it's not meaningful. Yep, and that's that's where the next big question comes in. Do you accept the reality that you've been given, or do you try to break free of it? take the metaphorical red pill and experience reality for what it is. It's, it's a, it's a very interesting. No, no, not to get too much into the matrix. I don't think, but, oh, right. but, but this, was... but this brings back to the question that meaning, like the question of meaning would be you, you're, you're taking pleasure in accomplishing something. You, right? If so, if we tie, so if we tie it back to then, if you're just, well, if you're just wallowing in your own alternative reality, is that that it's not a satisfying thing to do per se? I don't think. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. Um... So one of the, uh, so there was also another article on on a similar on a similar subject. Uh, in Tablet Magazine, everything is broken, um, and it was discussing why. It was it was sort of discussing that what was wrong with what was wrong with society as we saw, as we see it. Why? Uh, anyways, and the the culprit of sorts was flatness, right? Um, flatness is number. Uh, is sort of defined as like a sort of need for is a need for convenience but not only need for convenience but like need for like need for frictionlessness where you just buy things uh without thinking about them or you go from 
or you just surf from place to place on the net or or uh, a sort of or or sort of artificially sleek mentality that also affects you as a person so so uh, you you if you've seen the smuckers uh the new smuckers logo yeah yeah it's it's a trend right. on every logo yeah right they now. make it so. yeah they they make it sleeker um and in a sense it sort of removes the rustic element of it right um also yeah. and and then it was like what was it number one it was like poultry street in london same thing yeah it's 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 a whole post-modern different... view on how things should be made built how they should look yeah like... it's like efficiency isn't always a good thing it's good but in this case it's friction uh, but it's uh, like it's the frictionlessness that uh, and and the sort of artificial cleanness uh, cleanness i should say right right i would i would personally describe this and i think we mentioned this in the previous episode me and ian that this is a postmodern deconstruction of what we believe to be good and beautiful and true and if yes. we if we were to sink so deep into this postmodern this the sleek flatness this frictionlessness as is uh, is as the article calls it yeah yep um we will lose all sense of identity and what we believe to be good and beautiful and true because it's just a complete deconstruction of it it's it's trying to yeah. remove what is truly beautiful truly good and truly true. Yeah. But replace yeah. it with something that is ugly and flat and frictionless. Yeah. Right. So so like it's not completely horrible. Like the the aesthetic, like you've got speed, you've got port you've got accessibility, you've got like you've got portability. All these all these things are are good. But like the mentality behind it the mentality behind it is the idea that everything should be happening instantly without you stopping to think for stuff. Right. Again, with this idea that you, you must conform with the crowd, which again leads to people self-censoring online, not just self-censoring, but, um, but leading Twitter, uh, like Twitter mobs and whatnot. And, and so as a result, and so as a result, there's there is a way to uh, to return back to i guess not uh, not absolute lenitism but a sort of uh, but technology influences us this is one of the things that i learned in our like impact of uh science and technology on society that that technology influences how we think um our attention spans not necessarily get sh shorter, but our uh, uh, but our like entire mode of thinking gets driven into shortcuts, right? And these shortcuts compose frictionlessness. We want things instantly, 
So you can order from you can order using what Uber Eats. You can you can order using Uber Eats. You can you can binge watch an entire series on Netflix or whatever. All these all these things. And so the the way to the way to avoid this the way to avoid this is to train your brain in a sense to stop thinking in a in a flat manner stop asking for stop demanding convenience right seek out like reading like reading long books and reading them thoroughly and um and really taking the uh, taking the time to appreciate the depth like i was i was reading lord of the rings earlier earlier this year and it was number one fascinating but number two it really sparked back a joy that i didn't have before right i used to, it's that i used to have i should say right and then, and a personal joy and personal enjoyment of things ultimately does lead to a fulfilling life but only if there's a sense of accomplishment that comes with it mm-hmm. so i for instance um live in a semi-rural area and we have a wood-burning fireplace there's no sense of accomplishment if we are just given all the wood we need to burn we actually have chopped down trees in our backyard cut them up and then two years later we use that for firewood and we've been doing that for how many years now and it's actually very satisfying to use the wood that we've personally broke down. Mm-hmm. So, so the solution. So, in general, if we wanted to sort of figure out how to combat the the ethos of flatness, the ethos of flatness and frictionless and like a sleek, modern and postmodern um, art and stuff is to start seeking out challenges. It's to start actually making yourself more resilient as opposed to like the, what was it, what was it the, the coddled generation as Jonathan Haidt called it? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, right. Um, so the point is, so, so so we want the complexity and unpredictability not just like a how should we put it not just like a sort of cookie cutter approach you know right you can't just be given everything everything and just expect to be happy with your life and you think about it social democracy is exactly this Bismarckian social democracy is exactly the state feeding you from cradle to grave. It takes care of all your needs. It doesn't let you do things for yourself. It's not a viable system, per se, because it ignores our like very human need for understand it, it, it for um, autonomy. Absolutely. Um... All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap up here. Uh, do you have any last thoughts, Kunjin? Uh, um, let's see. So again, so just to wrap up, uh, 
seek out the hard stuff. Start, start doing as Jordan Peterson says, do what is meaningful, not what is expedient. Right. And number two, and number two, I do hope to continue seeing uh, to consider seeing and airing uh, airing like meaningful discussions like this once again. All right. Um, and I think that concludes it. Thank you for having me. Great. Yeah. Thank you for being on Kanjin at such short notice. Um, hopefully we can have more conversations like this in the future. Um, all right. Well, thank you everyone for watching. This is another episode of Editor's Pick, a War Elephant podcast. We have a Discord community where everyone discusses recent news or philosophy, religion, all sorts of topics, and we love to have you on to discuss with us as well. That will be in the comments or the description, rather, of this video. So thank you very much, again, for everyone, for watching it. Uh, have a nice rest of your day.